Previously recorded in both Murfreesboro and Chattanooga, Tennessee, this is NFLs, a production by Next Season Sports Media. Hello, everybody, and welcome to NFLs. It's a shape. I'm Jacob Wilkinson. I'm Drew Wade, and it is physically impossible for pigs to look up into the sky. Really? Is it that is. true? That is true. So pigs don't know what the sun looks like? That's, well, I mean, I guess if they get it at the right angle as it's rising or setting, but or otherwise... If they like roll onto their belly. Yeah, but what about when they roll onto their belly? Well. <laughs> it's impossible for them to look away from the, from the sky at that point. Yeah. <laughs> you start working at the sky. Anyway, as I'm sure you've deduced, this is a football podcast. Welcome, everybody. Um, this, I mean, we might as well talk about pig facts after the the excellent week of predictions we had last week, uh, finding a cool six losses between the two of us, um, tying up the game now as Andrew took the one disagreement of the week. 86 sure 51 each. 62.77 win rate. Not terrible, I, I suppose. Um the spreadsheet does say if we want to finish the year at 80%, we have to win 96% of the remaining games. So I hope you're capable of doing Easy it. money. That's so <laughs> easy, dude. Um, yeah, so yeah, lots of lots of crazy results around around the league last week. Do you are there any that stand out to you that you wanted to to touch upon at some point? I mean, there's few that didn't stand out. Um, yeah, seriously. Notably, you know, the Bills losing to the Jets by a yeah. score of six to nine. Um, what what happened there? Jags, you mean? Or Jags? Yeah, my bad. Yeah. Uh, there's no, Bills playing the Jets this week. Um, but yeah, losing to the Jags last week scored six to nine. You can't yeah. score a touchdown on the Jags after Geno Smith scored four or five yeah. the week before. Yeah. What? <laughs> Did yeah. I say Jets again? I meant Jags if I said Jets again. but I think you said Jags that time, but I agree. Crazy. I can't believe that game was under 17 in general, let alone the Bills losing. Crazy. Um, yeah, that game was wild. The The Raiders losing to the Giants like wasn't that wild to me, but it just kind of like proved how I already felt about both those teams. We're just like, the Giants are very susceptible to random wins and the Raiders <laughs> random losses. Yeah. Um, Trying to think what else. Falcons over Saints wasn't crazy. Oh, no, those was... games are always pretty close, I feel like, and especially with, you know, Trevor Simeon starting a quarterback for the Saints. Um, yeah. yeah. They were definitely more susceptible to lose than if yeah. they had Jameis or Drew Brees back there. Yeah, for sure. Definitely agreed. Um, yeah, crazy stuff all around the league. I'm sure we'll touch on some other ones as the episode goes on, but... The episode must go on, so let's get into it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy Football. Ah! That's right, I'm in it! <laughs> Andrew, how did this week get for you? Well, let's start, let's start with you uh, being uh, in it. Uh, you're, not, you're not looking to stay in the playoff race for too long, it looks like. Uh, things not looking so good for you, I'd check. Yeah, I've had, a, I've had a, ra- a rough couple of weeks. This week, like, two... Rough go at it. This week, like I like a player on each of my teams, like was call, was announced out like within like twenty minutes of the game starting, and yeah, I didn't yeah. catch either of those, so that was really cool. Uh, a bunch of my starters are being hurt. I don't know; it just sucks. I mean, I, I'm I think I can stay in the playoff like picture in the way Dynasty. Like I said yeah. last week, I've basically already given up on the Canto League, but the way Dynasty, I I do think is like 
some degree of comebackable. I just keep having really unfortunate circumstances in that league. So yeah, I was looking at your game earlier today and I saw that you had James Robinson still in your lineup and he was yeah. out. So that already was, and <laughs> I looked at your bench, you had James Connor on your bench, dude. Yeah. And that must've hurt a lot because he scored yeah. 40 points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tough going. stuff. Yeah. The only good game he's had all season the smile. Um, yeah, it's a bummer. It's fine though. I mean, like I said, I, I've I, I, I've liked some of the trades I've been making. I feel really good about the future of that team, and I still feel like it, they're just having an unlucky like middle of the season, and that I can still very well have a, a decent run in the playoffs. So that league, I, I'm not like completely over, but like the Canto League, like only has room to pleasantly surprise me at this point. I feel like. <laughs> but what about you, Andrew? Uh, I'm feeling pretty good about both leagues, honestly. Yeah. Uh, won another game in the Wade Dynasty, pushed it to two in a row, sitting at, in fourth place right now at six and three. Made a huge trade with uh, Jake, uh, our friend Jake. Um, he just yes. wanted to have a fire sale with all of his good players after this mm-hmm. past week. I don't know what the deal was there, but I ended up with Jamar Chase, Kyle Pitts, Miles Sanders, and an extra first round pick for next year. So yeah, uh, pretty good. I'm unbeatable for the next ten years, and it's a wrap. Yeah, my like my like whole roster in the Wade Dynasty is like. 97% rostered, 2% started. So, like, wide receiver <laughs> and running backs-wise, like, I, I have I, – I found, like, a tier list of, like, dynasty wide receivers and running backs, and I've just been, like, super stockpiling on both of those. So, we'll see what happens, I guess. But, yeah. Uh, what about your other three leagues? Other four leagues. Oh, yeah, correctly. that's right. Um, Canto League, I won again. I didn't do great. I scored less than 100 points. But, luckily, I was playing uh, – a team that scored uh, less than that. So nope. I pushed the, I'm, I'm now like f- f- four and one since I started zero and three. So things are looking pretty good in the Canto league. I, I'm, That's pretty exciting. Uh, competing in both of those leagues. Uh, lost in my $60 league again because um, weird scoring rules <laughs> meant that my opponent, my uncle, um, his quarterback scored 40. One of his running backs scored 40, and his defense scored 30. So those three together uh, scored more than my entire team. So neat. Has to win there. Very cool. Neat, neat, neat. Love it. Well, fun stuff. Cool scoring rules. (laughs) Cool scoring rules. Yeah. You got a bet for me, Andrew? Oh, you already know I do. I'm on a hot streak of at least two right now. Um, I definitely should start keeping track on. Yeah, I was about to say. Before (laughs) next week's episode, I'm definitely going to go back and look at um, the bets that we've made, how we're doing so far. But I know I've at least got two in a row with um, um, last week. I picked Mm -hmm. the over for the Eagles-Chargers game, and I said over 50. Final Mm -hmm. score was a total of 51, so... Um, this week, I'm going to go back to a spread bet. The uh, Rams are taking on the 49ers in Monday Night Football. They're mm-hmm. on the road and favored by three and a half. And I definitely think that is too little. Uh, the 49ers have been very disappointing this year. And I think the Rams are going to have a good bounce back game after that uh, punch to the mouth they just took. Yeah. Yeah, the Rams, it's funny. Like every time they've crept, crept up into like number one on our power rankings, they've like taken. Not like a shocking loss, but just lost to like another pretty high tier team and like proven that they're not completely yep. impossible to, to take out or whatever. Um, but yeah, 
Yeah, I, yeah, I like that bet for sure. I'm I'm gonna go off of the off of my normal path a little bit. Like this is I don't think this is the kind of bet I normally take on this show, but I kind of like it right now. Um, the Pittsburgh Steelers are hosting the Lions this week. They're favored by only eight points. Uh, I mean, sorry, favored by eight points. Um, and I actually think that that's probably too much realistically. Um, Pittsburgh is not exactly the most impressive offense out of like the pool of like good to great teams in the NFL. Like they tend to win pretty low scoring games, which, you know, they're winning them. So not even like a, a, a burn on them, but they tend to win low scoring games and the lions tend to keep it pretty close with good teams. They'll get blown out by terrible teams as your Eagles proved recently, but, <laughs> but <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. The Eagles aren't terrible, but like, but see, sincerely though, I do definitely see the lions keeping this one closer than eight. I, I'm almost certainly going to pick the Steelers when we get to that point in our show. But, um, I, I I would guess this one would be like a like a five or a three point game, not not All right. over a touchdown. So yeah, there's my bet. Uh, mine is uh, Rams minus three and a half. Jacob is taking the Lions plus eight. There you go. Cool beans. Okay, well, um, do you got other things you want to talk about? Any any other pressing issues for you at the moment? I just want to say how happy I am that I'm not losing anymore and I intend to take the lead this week and never surrender it again. So uh, good on you for you're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. <laughs> uh, well, well, let's get into you potentially taking the lead and smile. The the just so very bad Miami Dolphins are hosting the just so very good Ravens. Um the Ravens have been kind of hovering, I, I would say, somewhere outside of the top five for most this year, uh, just kind of not necessarily giving us any looks that are like, oh, man, this team is uncontainable, but, you know, also not necessarily taking any of the, like, shocker losses that we've seen some of the other high-tier teams take. Like, at this point, basically, their only loss of note was them just getting kind of surprised by the Bengals a few weeks ago, but... um I have seen them slowly slip into the top five, especially this week. I put them in, in fifth again um, just because like I, we're starting to see a lot of the other S tier teams like actually have games that I would say like, oh, that was a bad look. And like, don't get me wrong, like the Ravens got it handed to them in that game. But like, I didn't come away from it being like, eesh, that was a bad look for the Ravens. Like I would say about any of the teams in the top 10 who have lost to the Jets or the Jags or, or right. anything like that. Um, also not to mention Lamar is just, I mean, like I've, I've definitely mentioned this on the show, but Lamar is having another insane season. I think that it's very likely he's going to break a thousand yards rushing this year. He had 120 this last week, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I think now that like the chiefs like are still not really finding any insane performances to me, Andrews is better than Kelsey, like in the, in the tight end conversation right now, I I still think Lamar is one of, if not the most versatile QBs in the league, like like only against Kyler maybe, but Kyler's kind of slowing down a lot or a little bit right now. So yeah, I'm I'm really hot on the Ravens. The Dolphins, on the other hand, have just absolutely sunk like a rock, starting the year with that decent win over the Patriots, if I'm not mistaken. That is correct. Yep. Yeah. And then losing eight in a row since then. Um, just really oh, actually whoa, whoa, whoa. seven. Come on. Come on. They 
they had a hot victory last week against the Houston Texans. That's right. I forgot about that. They did manage to beat the Texans last week. So <laughs> the Jazz, so the Dolphins are are back in town, baby. But yeah, these guys definitely not being a point in the <laughs> it's funny, at the beginning of the year, everyone was saying that the Dolphins were gonna be like just another point in the like the AFC East is goaded column, but really they're just another point in this division being <laughs> like one of the worst divisions in the league, if not the worst. Um so yeah, I, I think I'm definitely gonna go Ravens here. I have no reason to suspect the Dolphins to beat anybody outside of like the bottom six in this league. So yeah, um, and that's yeah. exactly why I'm gonna go with the Dolphins. No, I'm just kidding. I'm definitely <laughs> going with the Ravens in this one. Lamar, um, like you said, he puts up insane numbers on the ground, and he's been looking like a much improved passer this year. Mm-hmm. Um, he is dicing defenses up left and right with his legs and with his arm. And I feel like that's not really being respected as much as it should be by like mm-hmm. sports books and stuff because um, he, if you go look at the odds to win MVP right now, I think he's about fifth. Um, he's at plus 1,000. So let, let me pull that up real quick. See who uh, I'm pretty sure Josh Allen is still first. Yeah, Josh Allen, Tom Brady, gonna be Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Matthew Stafford, Lamar Jackson's all the way down in fifth. Um, if the if the Ravens keep their hot streak going, I can I definitely expect him to rise there. Yeah, to me he's like second or third in that race, not yeah, not fifth. I, just, <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's good odds right now yeah. at plus one thousand. I'd literally uh, I wouldn't give you this advice if I wouldn't do it myself. I literally just placed a twenty five dollar bet for him to win MVP this year. So uh, cash out a good two hundred fifty bucks if that wins. But um, the Ravens are are really benefiting from that because I'm not sure if they had like a middling quarterback, if they would even be at 500 right now. So. Yeah, like without him and Andrews, they would be like a very whatever team, I think. Yeah, but. no, they they are uh, having a little bit more production from their other uh, from their wide receivers this year. Marquise mm-hmm. Brown has been much better than he mm-hmm. has been the past couple seasons. Like past couple seasons, we saw flashes here and there, but he's really come on as a good wide receiver this year. And then rookie Rashad Bateman, uh, since he's come back from injury, has been introduced more and more to the offense, and I expect that to continue. So um, yeah, yeah I, I like what I've seen from the Ravens, and I definitely think they're going to win an easy one on Thursday yeah. night. Agreed. Yep. And the coin, um, if you can believe it, went with the Dolphins, actually. Love so, it. Cool coin. Very cool. Up next. <laughs> Thank you, coin. More. Very cool. <laughs> we got, uh, two more lovely AFC East teams to talk about. The Buffalo Bills are going, uh, I was going to say in the state, but that's not true, to play the New York Jets, uh, just the state south. But anyway. In name. <laughs> in name. Um, the Bills, as we talked about earlier, just lost six to nine to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, highlight of Urban Meyer's short career so far in Jacksonville. Um, but I mean, uh, you've heard this played up a hundred other places, so I'll just mention it briefly. Uh, Josh Allen of the Jaguars uh, got an interception and a sack and a fumble recovery in this game against uh, Josh Allen of the bolt of the bills. So mm. interesting fact, but we'll move on from that. The bills <laughs> also looking to move on from that. I expect them to pretty much decimate uh, the jets, regardless of if Mike white is going to be back at quarterback or if Zach Wilson is going to be playing quarterback, uh, the Bills should win by a lot. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I think like, you know, the Bills just had a bad look and the Jets, like their only two wins so far this year have been like when they've taken on like the the tippity top of the league. So I could understand why someone who's like really trying to call like a crazy upset would would think that this is maybe one to look at. But I think like for those reasons, I definitely really expect the Bills to just show up and take care of business. I mean, like these guys like at worst have been seen somewhere in the top three all year. And this, this result this week has, I think really shifted people's perception of this team a little bit, maybe more than necessary. Um, And so, yeah, I I certainly expect them to try and show up for this game. Like you said, regardless of who the jets are playing for sure, Josh Allen should definitely be the best of those three quarterbacks. So yeah, I'm going to take the bills as well. All right. Coin going with the bills as well in this one. Friendship. There we go. All right. Cool beans. Next up, we have the Washington football team um, hosting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't see us talking about this one for very long. The Bucs are coming off of a upset by the Saints and a bye week. And the Washington football team lost to the Broncos recently. So I I simply do not. (laughs) <laughs> well, I guess so did the Cowboys, huh? We'll talk about mm-hmm. that at some point. But yeah, so I, I simply do not see the Washington football team putting up a fight. I think like it's funny, enough of like the bad teams have given me a game to be impressed by this year that I ended up putting like Washington is is almost at the very bottom now. Like they, they were kind of like where it starts getting bad, but now like the Jets, the Giants, the um the Dolphins even a little bit, the um, Falcons, like Jags, these teams are actually showing something. Washington to me is just like like one of the biggest nothing burger teams I've ever seen in the NFL. Just nothing to look at, nothing to talk about, nothing yep. even to criticize them for. They're just like, they're just a bad team. <laughs> and Tampa Bay, I certainly expect to try and put up like a 45 or here and really get things back on pace after that game against the saints. Um, also like historically Brady off of get, getting scheduled the week after Brady comes off a of bye is just like one of the most unfair things that can happen to you in your NFL schedule. He, he just wakes up and chooses violence after he hasn't been on the yeah. field in a couple of weeks. So yeah, definitely going with the Buccaneers here. Yeah. Um, the, this is a matchup of last year's uh, wild card game. The Washington football team kept it pretty close in that one. So I'm thinking they will absolutely uh, not be able to keep it close. I'm sure yeah. the whole Buccaneers team remembers that and just wants to squash all memories of that. So, yeah, um, yeah that Buccaneers by a lot here. You covered mm-hmm. pretty much everything needs to be said. Cool beans. And uh, let's see what the coin has to say. The coin is going with Washington here, so already some some hot picks by the coin. And I meant to do this. Uh, <laughs> Crap! I got the wind. the names of my board are backwards. Oh, <laughs> Come on, no. Ghost, get it together, man! Oh no, the show is ruined. <laughs> we won't blame you for leaving now, but in case you haven't left already, we're going to talk about the Falcons and Cowboys next. Um, the Falcons traveling to Dallas to play the Cowboys. The Cowboys who, by, I mean, all metrics really just got shut out last week. Yes, they put up 16 points, but it Garth doesn't Turner. really matter. It doesn't, th- those points literally mattered nothing. 
Yeah. Um, it was 30 to nothing in the fourth quarter. Um, really embarrassing showing for them. Not really sure what happened. Uh, I know Denver doesn't have like a terrible defense, but I mean, this is one of the most prolific offenses in the league, um, especially with Dak at the helm. So um, that leads me to believe that maybe he wasn't like fully comfortable coming back from that injury and um, maybe he could have used another week off. But um, yeah, it was a really, really bad showing for the Cowboys. The Falcons, on the other hand, as we talked about earlier, coming off that victory against the Saints last week. So showing that they still have some life and they actually have the uh, seventh seed right now in the NFC. So if the season wow. ended today, they would have that last wild card spot. Um <laughs> Don't expect that to stick around because one of theirs, those four losses was a blowout loss to the Eagles. So I don't yeah. really think this team can really hang with the best of the best. Um, and I expect that to be apparent this week. And I think Dallas will probably take this one. So I'm going Cowboys, unfortunately. Yeah, I think that that Denver game, like one of the commentators during the game said something about like how crazy it is that the week that Denver traded away, like arguably one of the most important defensive players in the league, like, and also was playing against arguably the best offense in the league that they just like mechanically shut them out. Essentially. Um, yeah. I, I, I agree with your point about Dak. And I also feel like low key, the Denver defense was just like really trying to show that they weren't like absolutely nothing without Vaughn. Um, so great game. Very, very happy with those results. Obviously the Falcons, um, are tough for me. I've I, like I've kind of left them in the twenties all year, which is starting to feel a little bit more like disrespect every week. But I, I swear their defense is so bad. Like I, I don't hear anybody else talking about it, but just every time I look at stats or like manage to catch a Falcons game, their defense just is wildly unimpressive to me. It seems like every offense in the league can keep series going forever. They always spend way less time on the field offensively than their opponents do. They allow on average like an absurd amount of yards, especially in the air, and also like a ridiculous amount of points. So like I, I think even with what you said about Dak being the case, I, I still feel like he probably would have been warmed up by this week. And like if you ask me right now to like without thinking name the best like passing offense and the worst passing defense in the league, like it would be these two teams. So yeah. it, it it makes sense to assume that the Cowboys are going to get way back on track this week, even though I, I will say I don't want to completely write off that win because I do sort of think it speaks to the point we were trying to make about the Cowboys last week that I don't think that this is like a Super Bowl contending team at all. Um, but yeah. Uh, coin going to Falcons in this one. So. Bird up. Thank you for waiting. All right. <laughs> Next up, we have the Tennessee Titans hosting the New Orleans Saints. The Titans, pretty good. Just got to say, pretty good. Beat the Rams without Derrick Henry. Um, Julio Brown has, I mean, Julio Jones hasn't done perfect this year, but it doesn't matter because they have the next Julio Jones, AJ Brown, who also isn't doing amazing, but like even while being hurt is still putting up some crazy weeks here and there. Tannehill is not a liability. Um, finally <laughs> I can say about Tannehill. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, that is the best thing I can say about Tannehill. Absolutely. He's not a liability. He does his job very well. I mean, I, I will say like, especially you would assume he'd have to, but especially like these last couple of weeks without Henry, like I can tell that he is trying to be a lot more cognitive about where he's putting the ball and um, his accuracy has gone up. So clearly that is an effort that he's trying to make. Um, I feel like his decision-making on the field has been a little bit better. So 
the Saints, even without Jameis, are still basically doing it the way they always have, <laughs> like destroying the Buccaneers and then getting clowned by the Falcons. Like, what else is new? Um, yep. So, I don't know, man. It's really tough because I, I narrative-wise, Titans should throw because I think they're good, and the Saints should win because I think they're bad. But I'm not going to go with that narrative. I want to believe in the Titans. Almost everybody who listens to this show is a Titans fan. I want to give the people what they want. <laughs> like, I, I, I really do think the Titans are are very, very good. I ranked them third today. Um, these guys have a serious chance at an AFC championship appearance and a serious chance at a Super Bowl as well. Um, I think that the Super Bowl will go to the NFC champion this year. but. I could see the Titans losing to any number of these NFC teams in the championship. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to go to the, I'm going to go Tennessee on this one. Yeah, there you go, Titans fans. That's what you wanted, right? I definitely see y'all losing the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> yeah, the Titans' defense the last few weeks has really uh-huh. just up out of nowhere. This oh, yeah. was a, a, a defense that at the beginning of the year was a total liability, giving up so many points and everything, and they still let. 31 points to the bills which you can't really fault them for that but other than that the mm-hmm. past few weeks i mean like three to the chiefs and then yeah. they kept the the um ram out of the end zone for the most part and except for maybe that last dr- i think they scored a total of two touchdowns and one of them was at the very end in garbage yeah. time didn't matter again uh they're really good and i think they are built for a good playoff run as you were talking about here this year especially and with henry coming back around that henry coming back for the playoffs is going to be yeah. huge for that as well so I, I'm really liking the Titans right now. Um, the Saints, embarrassing loss to the Falcons last week. But, I mean, they're having quarterback struggles, you know, losing their starting quarterback. Um, things are going to be rough for you there. Um, but the line for this game is actually only Titans minus two and a half. Like That's wild. I, I don't know if Vegas knows something that I don't hear, but a little peek behind the curtain, I'm going to be betting the Titans on that one, guys. Um, they definitely look like a much more complete team right now. Um, but yeah, I'm picking the Titans to win this one. Man, Andrew is bringing bet on it all the way down this episode. I love it. <laughs> bet on it never ends. I'm addicted. <laughs> I have a crippling addiction. Please help. Uh, up next we have the Jacksonville Jaguars taking. Oh, wait, on. what the coin say? Oh, sorry. The coin obviously went with the Titans. I mean, yeah, it's of course. Coin. Friendship. Friendship. Uh, <laughs> up next, we got two more. AFC South teams duking it out. The Jacksonville Jaguars coming off the win of the century for them, um, taking on the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Colts have been trending upwards. Their record is not the best. I think they're three and five. Um, if I'm not mistaken, four and five maybe. Four and five now, yeah. Okay, so four and five for the Colts. Yeah, um, I think so. I would say they're not out of their division race, but they've already lost twice to the Titans, and they're like three and a half games back. So they're kind of they're kind of out of it at this point. Yeah. Um, but the yeah, the Colts are a much better team here, and I'm not expecting any kind of shenanigans for two weeks in a row from the Jags. So I'm gonna go with the Colts. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that the Colts are in the run as far as the division title goes, but I definitely think they're in the run as far as the wild card goes in the AFC. Um, I like. At four and five right now. I mean, I really do feel like a lot of their hardest games of the season we saw at the beginning, and maybe it gave a lot of people sort of an unfortunate look at this team. I mean, granted, they still have Bills, Bucks, and Cards left. 
and then like arguably the Patriots and Raiders, but they also have both games against the Jags, a Texans match. Um, I don't know. I, I like I I could see them ending up around like eight or nine wins. And even if they don't make the playoffs, I think that schedule was kind of unlucky for them this year. I have them powering 13th at the moment. I, I think that these guys are pretty solid, um, even though I'm not a big Carson Wentz fan. But like <laughs> offensively, like every time I see like their their production numbers on offense i'm i'm it's like every week i'm re-surprised by how by how capable this offense is like um because they they have been no stranger from like big performances this year they've been no stranger from keeping it close they've broken 30 on multiple occasions like they put up 45 on the jets i i I have to remind myself all the time that it's not all about score but i mean like it is a really good way to judge like a team in general and like the colts like seriously i feel like for better or for worse have been able to, to cook a little bit this year. I think their largest issue at the moment and probably the reason why they weren't able to take the wins above against a, a bunch of these good teams is because their, their defense does leave a little bit to be desired at times. Like they either like really show up and like keep the enemy team under 20 or the enemy team breaks like 27 or 30 or whatever. Like it, it, they're kind of like feast or famine a little bit. I'm expecting feast against the Jags. Um, I can say just, having grown up in a Colts household and having heard my mom talk about these games for a lot of my childhood and watching them with her, like the Colts just do not lose to the Jags. It's just one of, it's like one of the rarest results in this division. Like almost every other like result is more likely than the Colts losing to the Jags. It's been very one-sided for, for as long as I can remember. So yeah, I'm definitely also going to go Indianapolis here. Surprise, surprise. Uh, the coin is going with the Jags in this one. Man. Love it. Love it. After tying with the coin last week, I would love to see him <laughs> pick bad games. Um. All right. Cool beans. Next up, we have a game that I picked for my bet on a segment earlier on the Pittsburgh Steelers hosting the Detroit Lions. Um. Like I said during that segment, I am going to go with the Steelers. I think I haven't really come up with a reason to not do that since, since now. Um, I, I I would like to believe that the lions are looking at this one as being one that they can probably show up for, because like I said, like the Pittsburgh offense isn't absurdly amazing or uh, by any stretch of the imagination, but um, to their credit, they, their defense really is just kind of like a skill check. Honestly, like you just have to be, really good in some particular area or else you'll just fail and lose against them. It's, it's pretty straightforward. Um, and the lions offense rarely proves itself to be up to any task. So <laughs> I, I, even though I do think that they'll be able to keep it close, like I said, during the bet on it segment, um, no, no reason to stray away from the Steelers on this one. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised to see the Lions keep it close, but not by merit of their own offensive prowess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the Steelers have been really carried by defense this year um, for a lot of it because, you know, their quarterback is 106 years old and can't throw mm-hmm. the ball very far. Um, but I think they will win this one. Uh, I think it'll be a low scoring affair. And uh, yeah, Steelers have won like four in a row, I believe, and are like. Very much in the playoff race as of right now. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't be super. It, we could literally see all four teams from this division uh, make the playoffs. Yeah, I have a feeling the Bengals will miss it, but I think the other three will probably get there. 
if I had to pick one right now to not make it, I'd probably still go with the Steelers just because I don't think they can keep winning like this. Um, they still got games against everybody else in their division left. Um, so I think that's going to hurt them down the stretch, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chargers, Bengals, Ravens, Vikings, Titans, Chiefs, Browns, Ravens <laughs> mm. after the Lions. Yeesh. Yeah. Okay. That would be great for the Steelers. <laughs> uh, we'll see, I guess. Uh, Coin going with the Lions in this one. Uh, Coin has taken both opportunities to choose cat teams here. Um, that's the kind of hard-hitting analysis you get on this show. <laughs> so um, up next, we've got the Cleveland Browns traveling up to Foxborough to take on the New England Patriots. Uh, Browns coming off a huge, huge win against division rival Cincinnati. Uh, they got a pick six on Cincinnati's first drive of that game. They never really looked back after that. Yeah. Um, final score, I believe, was like 41 to 17 or something similar to what the Bengals just beat the Ravens by a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Can't remember completely. 41 to 16. Yeah. So crazy, crazy good game for Cleveland there. And like I said, I mean, first game without Odell. I mean, the air is just clear and Baker had one of his best games of the season. He didn't light things up because he didn't have to. They were able to lean on their identity of their of their run game. And I think that's what they're going to do in this game against the um, against the the New England Patriots. The Patriots are not the worst run defense in the league, but they're not the best either. They're uh, 14th as far as it goes for uh, opposing opponent rushing yards. So mm-hmm. um, that certainly isn't going to shift the Browns' game plan at all. I don't think. Whereas the Browns are third in uh, opponent rushing yards, so they're the third best against the run. And uh, I think the Patriots really have been relying on their run game a lot. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because as we keep talking about, Mac is more of a game manager at this Mm -hmm. point than he is like a franchise QB for the moment. And uh, so and also their two of their best running backs, uh, Damian Harris and Ramon J. Stevenson are going through concussion protocol. So they might be out for this game. So that paired with Cleveland's good rushing defense. um, I'm going to be going with the Browns in this one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm also going to go with the Browns. I, I was kind of hoping we'd get a disagreement out of this one. But um, to me, like, I, I think in, in the realm of overreactions this year, like, people completely throwing out the baby with the bathwater on the Browns is, like, one of the more severe ones. I, I really want to believe that it, it was just, like, this negative mojo that was, like, clouding this team. And that now that it's cleared, they can get back to the, like, top five spot that everyone thought that they would find themselves in like coming into this year. I, I just feel like from the Browns. Um, uh, yeah. There's just been a lot of games this year where they looked fine, but, but I just expected more out of them. Um, and I think last week was the first time where it was like, okay, well there's that more out of you guys that I, I've been hoping for. And like you said, like basically if, if you want to talk about like just, run game as a concept offense versus defense like the browns are just like the best like run team in the league like with both of those considered and um yeah this speaking as somebody who's also relying on the patriots running backs to to win the game in fantasy i can speak to how important <laughs> these guys have been recently um so yeah I, I i think i'm going to be going with the browns as well now i would i would be remiss if i did not mention the fact that uh nick chubb actually could miss this game because mm-hmm. he's in COVID protocol right now. So he'll need to 
uh, produce two negative tests 24 hours apart before game time if he's to play. But uh, the the last running back standing, uh, Dearness Johnson, has already shown what he can do. Yeah, if exactly. He's back for this team. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. Coin going with the Patriots in this one. So a lot of coin disagreements uh, to make up for the fact that we are not disagreeing uh, at all yet. (laughs) Perfect. All right. Well, maybe I can help us out with that here. The Minnesota Vikings are going to Los Angeles uh, to play against the Chargers. Your smile tells me maybe I'm not going to be able to help us out here. That's a bummer. Um, I I don't know. Let's see. Um, I very, very rarely give the Vikings the credit to be the team that I think that they're better than Mm -hmm. I, I must be the biggest chargers doubter in the country. (laughs) I I must be. So I I don't know, man. I I still am seeing people believe in this team somehow. I, I, I don't get, I don't understand. I, I think that the chargers are fine. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I'm so tired of seeing them squeak out. These close wins, um, I, I think, like, this is another team, like, I always am talking about how the Vikings, like, keep it close no matter what and then always lose. And, like, the Chargers are basically the other side of that story, except more and more recently, uh, more and more as of late, like, they have been losing, like, when it's come down to really close. Um, they just barely beat the Eagles and lost in the exact same score but inverse to the Patriots the week before got destroyed by the Ravens like barely squeaked it out against the Browns while they were still looking foggy. I, I just like the chargers are always like fine, but just outside of greatness. And I think them being the first team for the Vikings to finally flip it on this year is going to be proof that this team really is, is nothing special. <laughs> um, and I, I have a feeling that the Vikings are finally going to manage to squeak it out against them this week. Um, so yeah, maybe maybe uh, maybe you'll disagree. Let's see. I don't know. So there's not much that you said that I disagree with, mm-hmm. um, but I just I'm not gonna pick this game for the Vikings to flip that narrative of they always keep it close but end up losing. I can see that happening exactly in this game. I don't really expect a Chargers blowout by any yeah. means. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised to see them win another, you know, 27, 24 game here. Yeah. Um, Chargers have had a, a bit of a rough go at it uh, the past few weeks. They did get that win against the Eagles last week. So that was good for morale. And they're tied for first in their division. Mm-hmm. So it's not really all doom and gloom, but they definitely have cooled off after the hot few first weeks that they had. But um, the Vikings, like you talked about this before, like they always find a way to lose and I expect that to happen here again. So maybe not the most like analytical argument, but yeah. um, I, I just feel like this is a Chargers victory. I mean, it's fair. I mean, like the, I will like the Vikings. It's funny that I spent so many years on this show saying that they were hard to nail down because I feel like I finally have <laughs> And like, they definitely stick closer to that storyline than almost any other team in the league does. But I'm, my guess is they're getting tired of that being the case (laughs) definitely uh coinciding with me on this one going nice as well sweet i'll take a point off both of y'all well that'll lead us into our next game the carolina panthers uh going down to arizona to take on the cardinals uh panthers real bad sam darnold real bad um cardinals real good uh Mm -hmm. that's uh that's about it Uh, cardinals are gonna win (laughs) yeah 
Yeah, I think um, last week, I mean, granted, like you said earlier, like the Niners have certainly been disappointing this year, but I like, um, I think a lot of people were looking at this game to be like, ha like, check this out. Like, it's, it's all about Kyler. It's all about, um, oh, what's his name? Gosh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all, it's all about, yeah, right. Yeah. It's all about DeAndre Hopkins. It's all about Kyler. Like the two of them are out. Like we're going to see terrible looks from the Cardinals and we didn't Colt McCoy didn't look incredible, but he looked just fine. You already mentioned James Conner had the year of his freaking, I mean the, the game of his freaking career, <laughs> like right. uh, they, um are seemingly just as versatile as their QB who was not able to take to the field last week. I don't know if there's been any response on whether or not he's going to be out there this week, but honestly, like they can go in there without Chase Edmonds and DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray and do exactly what they did last week if not even more so. Um the Panthers as we've mentioned in seasons past on this show, every year at some point we'll win three games in a row and then just stop winning after that. Um, and they unfortunately did that very early on this year. So <laughs> I'm going to take the Cardinals. All right. Coin is, you know, it's a cat team here. So who, who do you think the coin picked? Obviously the Panthers. Coin loves so their cats. Three for three on the cat teams for the coin this week. Love it. All right. Well, that was exciting. Normally, no matter what the order was coming into the game, we would interrupt one another and pass it to the person whose favorite team is in the game once we get to a game featuring one of our favorite teams. However, this week, we do now. What do we do? The Denver Broncos are playing against the Philadelphia Eagles. In Denver, Colorado, this Sunday, Andrew and I will be at this freaking game. I'm so excited. I'm um, just going to go ahead and I assume can't. that this is going to be our second disagreement of the week. Obviously, I mean, really like, annoying if one of us is like <laughs> chose our team to lose. It's going to be a great game. Denver only f- favored by like I think three points across the league. I think like all roads this year have led to these teams looking practically equal coming into this week. I think like if it wasn't for that Cowboys game last week, I would actually probably be favoring the Eagles like in my head. Obviously I would never put that on the spreadsheet, but like, (laughs) I think, I think that this is going to be a very, very good game. I'm so freaking excited. Um, Do you have any thoughts to add? I mean, this is going to be so, I'm so excited that we're going to be at this game. I mean, yeah, First, this is a this is a game. What three years in the making? Um, mm-hmm. NFL is bowl. Finally, we get to talk about it. And of course, I mean, once this is a once in four year opportunity. So obviously, we're going to be at this game. Yeah, um, this is the fourth season we've done NFLs. At, like we actually started like the last time these two teams played was in the 2017 season. Um, the the famed 2017 Eagles season. Oh man, the Eagles crushed. The yeah. Yeah, like, uh, yeah, you didn't even have to tell me that. You guys won the Super Bowl that year, and I remember hating being alive that year. Oh so, <laughs> uh, yeah, the 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 famed 2017 season for the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, that was the last time these two teams played, and then we started the show in 2018. So we literally waited as long as possible to have an NFLs Bowl. Right. Um, I can't wait though. I'm very excited. I am very excited. <laughs> the bummer is whichever team goes up in the series, like as far as NFL is bulls go, we have to do the show for four more years before we even have a chance <laughs> of it tying. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. 
But uh, luckily, I'm confident that the Eagles will be holding a mm-hmm. four-year lead here for the we'll NFL see. as well. I'm excited. And now the coin will predict which host. Better, you, you remember whose hand you're on here, buddy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Coin is Perfect. going with the Denver Broncos. Perfect. Love it. <laughs> the coin I'll take this point with the coin. You know, the coin, you've had some terrible picks today. I'm I'm ready to take you across the finish line on this one. Let's go, Broncos, dude. I can't wait. Also, I just wanted to say, um, I very nearly purchased a Von Miller jersey two weeks ago, and then I was like, eh, I'm just gonna wait until my paycheck on Friday. And then the next day he was traded. Um oh my goodness. Yeah, I've checked the weather for this weekend though and I would like to be wearing a hoodie anyway and I own like 30 Broncos hoodies so I'm just going to wear one of those. Yeah, instead. I'm excited. The weather's going to be nice. It's going to be like 61 and sunny so it's perfect like I'm going to have a hoodie on under my Eagles jersey. Love. Uh, I am so excited, dude. Oh, yeah. We should actually we we should actually make some content this time. Yeah, yeah, no we definitely <laughs> will sure. this time. This time, I mean, I think the reason why we ended up not doing it with the Titans was because it was just like we literally were sprinting into that game. Like we showed up a little late. Like yeah. we, we'd both just gotten off work and stuff. But this is like we're taking the whole weekend. We're going to go to Denver. We're going to hang out with our friend Reagan, who was on the show earlier this year. We're also seeing the Nuggets play the Trailblazers, like literally right after this game ends. Yeah. Walking out of this stadium, walking over to the Nuggets arena. So <laughs> it's going to be, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. <laughs> All yeah. right, next up, um, we have the Green Bay Packers hosting the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Packers, do we know about? Um, uh, we're not sure if Mr. Rogers Mr. Genius. will be back, but Mr. Homeopathic. Yeah, um, mastermind himself. So we're not sure if MLK the third will be in this game. Do we know about? Uh, <laughs> do we know about uh, Russell Wilson? Uh, we are about ninety percent sure he's going to be playing this game. So it could be the uh, matchup of the returning franchise quarterbacks, but uh, at least Russell. Okay, okay, that's pretty spicy. Um, I don't know. It's tough. I'm trying to think in my head, like. The Punnett square of of no, 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 yes, yes, no, yes, yes. Like if like which team I would favor in three of those scenarios. And I feel like I favor the Packers with both or without either. Um, and certainly if Rodgers is the only one there. But I mean, obviously, that's probably not going to happen. But I feel like that unless it does end up being I mean, like I think with like the normal COVID protocols, like, yeah, obviously he's unvaccinated <laughs> despite some claims made by Aaron Rodgers himself. <laughs> um, but like he definitely seemed to be healthy when he was on that show. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he clears a test. I had COVID when I was unvaccinated earlier this year. Uh, I'd like to point out I couldn't be vaccinated at that point, but uh, <laughs> so did you. And I'm, sure you can also attest like with within like 48 hours you're you're basically back on it unless yeah unless it spirals into something like really serious which it can which is why you should get vaccinated but it doesn't seem like that happened with rogers in this case uh yeah i think that that packers loss is probably the easiest like random upset to write off last week given the covid idiot situation so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go with the green bay packers on this one yeah, it's tough because there's a very real chance that it could be Russ playing and Rodgers not playing, in which uh-huh. case I would favor the Seahawks. But 
Um, I'm just going to assume that Rodgers is going to be playing, and I'm going to go with the Packers here. But mm-hmm. I expect the Seahawks to look competitive. I expect this to look kind of like a playoff game. It just feels like a playoff game, right? Yeah, for sure. Like we've seen this game a lot in the mm-hmm. playoffs, Seahawks-Packers. Yeah. Yeah, this is like an NFC classic, honestly. Yeah. Like as far as like outside of like a divisional matchup goes. Definitely. Uh coin going to Packers as well. Oh, I accidentally typed Seahawks into my square there. Let me Eek. rectify that. Uh coin also going to Packers here. Nice. Um up next we've got uh Jacob's favorite game of the year. Of course, twice a year for <laughs> Sunday night football this week. It is the Kansas City Chiefs. One team wins and I lose every time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, pick a tie, bro. You you have that option. I'll I will that. not. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the Chiefs uh, have not had the stellar season that everybody just. Assume they would have saying that he wouldn't look like a top five QB this year because um, he certainly hasn't. I mean, he's still. has been the last stinker of a week, but um, I don't know. I just still feel like they're going to get it together. And the Raiders, on the other hand, they have shown that they can win uh, dominant in dominant fashion. They can, they've shown that they can just lose games to the Giants for yeah. no reason. But uh, I'm going to go with the Chiefs in this one. I think I still think they're going to be like a team that's being talked about a lot towards the end of the year. So I'm going Kansas City. Yeah, I also think by the end of the year, the Chiefs are going to be back in the conversation. Um, but I think it's just going to be because, like, once they're out of... I'm, I'm going to make a bold prediction here that the Chiefs will essentially be out of the playoff picture. And then when that happens, we're going to start seeing some good looks from them finally. And then everybody's going to talk about them as, like, the team that should have been. Like, well, the, one of the best teams in the league wasn't even in the playoffs. Like, I think there's a real chance of that happening. Hmm. Um and to assume for that narrative to be the case, I would probably expect for this series, famously, many NSSM members have predicted the AFC West to just be a bunch of one-to-one splits this year. I don't know if there's been... Has has any series happened twice yet? To potentially, I don't think like, so. No. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, I, I do think that this series is probably just going to go to the home team both times because for the moment, the Chiefs, like... I, I I I'm looking at like last week as being like honestly one of their most disappointing games of the year. The only reason that they won was because Jordan Love and the Packers were only able to produce seven points. So um, the like I just realistically I I don't think the Chiefs are going to have what it takes to beat the Raiders this week. Um, but I suspect by the time that they see each other in December that the Chiefs will have put something together and that everybody will expect the Raiders to go 2-0 and it just won't happen. So there we go. We suddenly got to three disagreements. That's crazy. (laughs) We made it to like the 425 games without a single one and I was starting to get a little nervous. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But good stuff. I'm, I will be happy to go into next week with a three game lead. Smile. Uh, Someone will have a lead though. Yeah. Unless. Yeah. Cause there's no, no, (laughs) no, 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 no. All right. So, (laughs) Uh, just so everyone understands why that's such a funny p- proposition, the uh, San Francisco 49ers um, will be hosting the Los Angeles Rams on Monday. Um, like I said earlier, I've like, even though the Rams have had a couple losses, like right when everybody's been comfortable calling them like the best team in the league, fam- like funny enough, I think both times we've ranked them first in NSSM's power rankings, like they dropped down to fourth, like basically immediately. Um, mm-hmm. But like, 
those those the reason that they're only like going down to fourth is because like the losses that they have while granted like have been games that people expected them to win have not been like oh my gosh like what are the rams doing you know they're seven and two they lost to the titans who i've already said multiple times this episode are a top three team and they lost to the cardinals who i've also already said is a top three team still my pick for the best team in the league honestly um so yeah like the rams are phenomenal i still really do think that they're probably going to win the nfc probably the super bowl as well like they, they're focused on the end of the year more than anything Lon like clearly hadn't really plugged in just yet last week but um the vaughn versus jimmy matchup will be one to watch this monday night and i have a feeling that the 49ers are going to have one of their worst production weeks of the year um and I would love to see the Rams get back in shape on those 30-point games after a pathetic 16-point showing. 16 points? Come on, guys. At least Josh Allen scored nine points, <laughs> six <laughs> points. Oh, my gosh, man. He didn't score any of them. He couldn't even get them into the, the end zone. That was rough, definitely. But, yeah, the Rams, uh, even though, as you brought up, <clears throat> only able to put 16 up on the Titans last week at home, nonetheless. Uh, they still look like a much better team than the 49ers who were being favored against the Cardinals last week with those notable absences, and they just never looked in control of that game at all. And uh, this Rams pass rush is going to be insane. This first game, I think this will be, I think Vaughn is going to be playing. This will be his first game since he was yeah. Oh, yeah, still that's out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they're going to have Vaughn rushing the QB, and they're going to be having to double team Aaron Donald because that's what you have to do or else he's going to get a sack on every play. And then, mm-hmm. um, I mean, this is just going to be a bloodbath, I think. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to take a lot of hits, and yeah. I think the Rams win in convincing fashion. Yes, agree. Coin uh, does not agree, going with the 49ers here. So. Yikes. Yikes, bikes. Well, that's a great note to end it on. Yikes, bikes. Thanks, Yikes everybody. Bikes. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for listening to NFL's um, I think that this is the end of the 14 game weeks. Yeah, we're back up to, oh no, there's a 14. It goes back down in a little bit. Bummer. Anyway, we got a couple of 15ers coming up. So hopefully no more seven and seven nonsense. I'm tired of this. Uh, Make sure to tell a friend if you like the show. Make sure to um, follow us on Twitter. Make sure to check out our website, nssportsmedia.com. Make sure to listen to Drew's awesome podcast, The Good NBA Podcast. um what else what else uh yeah you hit all the notes there check out our tiktok actually brendan has been making some uh, oh wait really yeah he actually has been making some good nba tiktok so check out media on tiktok if that's your thing nice uh check out the song venom by eminem it's a great track Uh, (laughs) (laughs) uh, i think that is going to do it for us. My name is Jacob Wilkinson. My name is Drew Wade. And as always, I've got the coin with me. Venom, venom, venom. Venom. <laughs>